Are you for real? So we seriously missed it then. Okay, so what you're saying is that we actually started a brand new season, but that I completely missed the fact that 91 was the beginning of season 8 of Aveso Radio. Crap, that means I'm going to have to record new sound effects on it. No, this was going to happen. I mean, we're supposed to be scheduled for episode 92 this week, for crying out loud. Yeah, I guess maybe that is the best choice. If I don't go and, and tell anybody that we're starting a new season, I could pretend like we did it. And then nobody will get mad if I don't have the sound effects and stuff, right? All right, okay, cool. We'll do that then. I'll just record some sound effects, and when they're done, then I'll mention that, uh, hey, hey, we're in a new season of Asa Radio. Oh, man, that's going to work out perfectly as long as I don't accidentally record myself and secretly reveal that uh, we missed out, huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. That's not going to happen unless I do something really stupid. There's clever engineers. But no. And welcome to a brand new episode of ASO Radio. I, of course, am your host, MZ17. And we're bringing you episode 92 of ASO Radio. That's right, a brand new season just for you. It's beautiful, it's delicious, and it fills me with so much pride. Anyways, we've got a uh, good show for you this week. Not too much news, trying to uh, cut back. Actually, we just recorded an episode on Tuesday, so there wasn't too much news to do in the last week, and the news that was was actually pretty freaking boring. So we've just given you a prime cut of the news. We've got a review of the third volume of I'm Going to Be an Angel, as I'm sure many of you didn't think that I was going to review the third one after the horrendous review that I gave for the second volume, but here it is nonetheless. And we've got our fan mail spot, which is going to have uh, one fan mail this week, so disheartening, but at least the spirit burns strong. And last, we are going to have a video game review for a hot spot. Yes, the return of a feature which has been long missing from ASO Radio is back yet again. All right, but before we get to that, of course, we have to go and dish out some fresh animated... Oh, my... I should have gotten better prepared before we started the show. Anyways, anime news, just for you. Dun, 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 dun. Welcome to the Evening News with Dan Weathers. This is Dan Weathers recording your weekly anime news. Alright, first up, Ace of Radio has just entered its eighth season of being on the air. Yes, that's right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 92 marks the first episode of Ace of Radio's eighth season, and I'm spectacularly happy to be bringing it to you people. Now we're going to have to go and record some new sound effects for our in-between segments. Didn't realize that it was a new season until it was too late, so hopefully next week we'll have those for you. Uh, but enough of that... 
it's time to get on with the anime news. First up, Funimation has created an anime block that it's trying to syndicate. That's right, Funimation has created a two-hour anime block for syndication. The first network to carry the block will be Colors TV, which will run it seven days a week from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. Shows and starting dates are unknown. Color TV's current online schedule, which runs through April 9th, does not show the block schedule. Hopefully we'll get it sooner than later. Next up, Digimon set for summer 07 debut in the USA. Sources inside Bandai America expect the Digimon Savers anime and its accompanying toys and game to reach the U.S. in summer 2007, ICV2 has reported. Next up, Samurai Champloo Sidetrack gets more game screens and what have you on its official site and IGN. IGN has posted nine new screens from Grasshopper Manufacturer's Samurai Champloo Sidetrack. As previously reported, the game released in Japan in December and will see a stateside release on April 11th. The official website for the game, shampoo-game.com, includes more screens and information. And in a sad bit of news, we have not one but two deaths to report. Composer Hiroshi Miyagawa passed away Tuesday at the age of 75. Miyagawa was best known for his star blazers and Arrow Emblem Grand Prix Notaka scores. And voice actor Bob Pockenbrook died March 17th at the age of 50. He did voices for Cowboy Bebop, Digimon the Movie, and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, as well as over 200 different movies, television shows, video games, and commercials. But it is not all sad news in the land of anime, or at least Japanese produced productions, for there is going to be a free Final Fantasy VII Advent Children screening in Los Angeles. Square Enix and Sony are sponsoring a free screening of Final Fantasy VII Advent Children at 7 p.m. on April 3rd at the Cinerama Dome in Los Angeles. Key production staff and cast are scheduled to appear after the screening. However, the DVD release has been delayed another six months. All right, I, I couldn't uh, leave you hanging with that. That would just be cruel. No, no. They're actually going and playing the English version of the show. That is a very good sign that we're finally going to be able to go and see the frickin' movie released on DVD this year instead of being delayed again and again and again like it has been for so very, very many months. Does it suck? Does it rock? Who knows? Anime Review. I'm going to be an angel. Volume 3 features four episodes. Episodes uh, 10, 11, 12, and 13. And I have to say that this is a great improvement over Volume 2 of I'm going to be an angel. Whereas that DVD was just filled with cheesecake filler episodes, which did nothing but insult the intelligence of the viewers of this program. These last four episodes all contain an actual story arc, which goes and gives us more insight into the characters. The story arc involves the coming of a comic, which shows only every seven years. And it is said that if you put a stinky, pointy fruit on your head, which is in the same shape as the comet, that your wish will come true. And it is centered around this fact that Noelle tries her hardest to become 
uh, Yusuke's angel, even in the face of Yusuke going and showing more attention to Natsumi, who has somehow fallen under the curse of becoming a young girl. There's a whole bunch of changes in story and character development in this, and it really helps to go and make up for the abysmal nature of Volume 2 of the DVD. Once again, the uh, English dub, very high quality. It stands up to uh, the Japanese dub as though they listened to that first before deciding to go and make the character voices for this because it's almost a one-to-one -one thing. Very uh, well done by ThinkPoint. Um, the episodic nature of the series up to this point has been thrown out the window. We have no more stupid, goofy-ass robot of the week. Uh, we're actually having grill confrontation. Uh, there's a point where um, the bad guy, Dispel, comes and he beats the crap out of Mimiru, his underling, who has so far failed to go and bring him Noel. Uh, it's just really breaking out of its boundaries for Dispel to be out of the little underground place that they've been in for so long. Uh, makes a really, really big difference for the show. Uh, I was rather impressed, to say the least. So I'm going to have to go, and I know this review is short, but uh, there's not much to it except that this makes a complete 180 from Volume 2, and so I have to go and give this one a highly recommended. So uh, check it out. As far as what our sister site, Anifanaticube, gave this, well, let's go and take a look. And if you, of course, want to take a look at all of the reviews that um, Anifanaticube has done, then all you need to do is go to www.nz17.com and check out the Anifanaticube website, where they have hundreds of anime reviews for your perusal, but they do not have a single review of I'm Gonna Be an Angel. So, sorry kitties, we just can't do a comparison for you this episode. Maybe in the future, when we review I'm Gonna Be an Angel Volume 4. By then, well, there's no, uh, there's no scheduled additional I'm Gonna Be an Angel Volumes to come out, because the series has sold poorly, and so Think Point is going and taking care of higher profile, better selling series, and then they will come back and finish up I'm Gonna Be an Angel at a later, more viable point in the future. So by then, Anifanaticu will have plenty of time to review it, and so we'll be able to compare it when we both do Volume 4 of the series. Anyways, let's go ahead and shimmy and shake it on over to the Fan Mail. Fan Mail. Fan Mail. Fan Mail, Fan Mail, Fan Mail, Fan Mail, Fan Mail. Fan Mail! Okay, I admit, that was a <laughs> really weak fan mail shake on my part. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Let's go and read us some wonderful fan mail from our listeners. Uh, this week, we have a fan mail from Warp Shadow uh, for ASO Radio, and the subject is about episode 91. He writes, I hope this makes it in time for episode 92. I just got back from Sakura Khan, and boy, am I tired. Number one. Great funny. I see you are something of a Mel Brooks fan. He, of course, is referring to our funny, uh, at the beginning of episode 91, Springtime for Hohenheim, uh, which was very fun to do. Um, I had uh, seen a bit of the original Mel Brooks movie of Springtime for Hitler a few days uh, beforehand on television, and so after I saw the final episode of Full Metal Alchemist, uh, it just seemed too much of an entirely appropriate um, song to parody because the lyrics without changing anything but the name Hitler to Hohenheim just fit it perfectly. Uh, then he continues to write, number two, you didn't get any fan mail last episode, but I think the fan music submissions are even cooler. 
Uh, I have to say that Warp Shadow, I did thoroughly enjoy going and getting some uh, music submissions for ASO Radio. Uh, this, of course, provides a great opportunity for me to say that if you uh, or someone you know run a band, an independent band or even a signed band, and you would like to go and have your music on ASO Radio, uh, feel free to go and check out our band information page. Uh, make sure that you're cool with the terms. Basically, we go and we play... Um, Whatever track you would like us to play on the air, submitting our approval of it. You know, we got to like the music to play it, right? Uh, we play it on the air, and we plug your uh, band, your website, and provide links to it from our own website to yours. Uh, of course, I always appreciate the favor in return. Um, and, but, of course, we are always happy to go and get fan mail as well as fan music submissions. So uh, keep sending in the input to ASO Radio and help us become even better. And that uh, that wraps it up for our fan mail section this week. Turning out to be a rather short episode on the whole. Hopefully I can go and take the uh, hot spot, stretch it out a little bit, make this at least half an hour long. I will say, however, that Annie Fanaticu, um is has some really big updates that have happened to it recently. Uh, it's had a uh, revision of its look so that it's uh, clearer on where to go, what to do. It's got different styles of ads, much more effective for advertisers. Um, and it's got a more effective listing system, so that way if we're missing an article here or there, it doesn't go and cut off the articles that come after it numerically. Uh, it, it's a big improvement. A lot of the code has been cleaned up on the site, both um, on the front end and back end. It's much nicer, and I'm very proud to say that it is also contributing now to the uh, NZ17 Productions RSS feed. So if you subscribe to the RSS feed to get the latest ASO Radio episodes, if you're using a capable RSS reader or aggregator, uh, you will be able to go and see the latest headlines from both ASO Radio and Anifanaticu all on one RSS feed. And in the near future, we're going to be adding MacroboV to that as well. So uh, be sure to check out those sites, and if you haven't already subscribed to our RSS slash iTunes feed, be sure to do so from the numerous convenient links located on the ASO Radio and in the future Anifanaticu websites. Come on up and spin the wheel to a very hot spot. Well, now that we've gotten all of our archive reviews, our Nandesukon interviews, and our commercial funnies out of the way, we have uh, completely finished up the vault of backlogged um, bits that we have for Acer Radio. Now, I have some funny, you know, funnies ideas uh, planned and on the back burner um, that may see release in the future. Although I've lately been considering spinning off our uh, funnies into their own little thing. Uh, you know how a lot of times on the internet you'll come across some funny little audio bit or picture or whatnot and you forward it to friends. Well, I figured ASO Radio uh, is a great radio program, but it's not really small enough uh, for people to go and forward it to their friends and whatnot because it's, you know, anywhere from half an hour to an hour and a half of audio, and that's quite a lot to download just for the first bit of the show. So I was thinking of spinning the funnies off into their own little series. Uh, I'd certainly like to go and get our fans' input on whether or not they would like me to do this, so if you have an opinion on whether or not we should go and spin our funnies off into their own series, or just keep them exclusively here on ASA Radio, be sure to go and drop us a fan mail using our fan mail submission form. Just click on the little envelope on the front page of the website, or of course go to the communications menu located at the top of the screen. 
Okay, so I have a nice little Psychonauts review for you. Let me just adjust my microphone slightly, make me a little bit louder. I think that makes me louder at least. <laughs> it's always hard to tell. Alright, so Psychonauts, I'm going to be reviewing the Xbox version of this title. Psychobox, <laughs> Psychobox, that's the next game, right? Psychonauts it, uh, is a group of psychic spies which go and use their telekinetic powers and various other psychic means of control to go and help the world with their spy powers. However, this game concerns not the organization itself, but a psychic summer camp called Whispering Rock, where our main antagonist, Raz, is attempting to attend. The problem, however, is that Raz was not invited to this summer camp, but rather ran away from the circus from his um, strict father so that he could go and join up with the uh, Whispering Rock summer, summer camp and become a psychonaut, living out his lifelong dream. As a dedicated reader of the Psychonauts comics, he has in his head exactly what it is a Psychonaut should be. However, the other kids at camp take a more relaxed summer camp attitude towards things rather than taking it as serious as our young Rasputin does. Along the way, he comes across a nefarious plot to go and use the children's psychic powers in a bid to go and take over the world. I would go and tell you more, but that would be giving it away. However, as can be told from the funny premise of this story, it is a very unique and creative game which takes a rather unique view at the world and the inside of people's minds. For you see, the Psychonauts have the ability to delve into the minds of people. Rather than just using their psychic powers in the real world, they are able to go inside people's minds and help them confront their uh, emotional baggage, their... Uh, uh, the cobwebs of their mind and their secluded, locked away memories to help them overcome their phobias and fears and help them face themselves and become happy, productive people once more after overcoming uh, the things that they worry so much about. There are many minds. You go into the mind of uh, your teachers as well as the minds of several troubled people, such as somebody who's convinced himself that he is a guard and he is a milkman and all sorts of things, but is being spied upon. A very conspiracy theorist sort of a person. A uh, washed-up stage actress who goes and resents her mother, but felt guilty after her mother's death, and thus has put herself into an, an emotional turmoil which lets her go neither way. Um, and as well as the descendant of Napoleon Bonaparte, who got beat at a game of uh, Waterloo, a strategy game, that he lost to one of the inmates at the local asylum and thus has lost his confidence and has manifested his ambitious side into the spirit of his great-grandfather, Napoleon. Uh, these are just some of the multitude of interesting and unique characters, uh, and this doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of the campgoers themselves. It seems that all the kids in the camp, even though they're only 10 to 12 years old, all think about making out, but with the psychic twist adds some fun and awkward moments to their budding love lives. Um, so I won't tell you too much more about the story, but I will say that both the story and the characters are very well thought out. Not only this, but the stages themselves are very well thought out. Originally, Psychonauts was meant to go and be an adventure game, but due to the changing video game market, it was deemed that this was not feasible in our modern game society, and so the game's development was switched over from being an uh, adventure game with a point-and-click style interface 
to being a 3D platformer game. And I am happy to report that this is not just tacked on, but actually is very well put together with the well thought out creative levels. Everything from a, a well organized structured brain that's in a cube form to a zany uh, 70s slash uh, 60s disco party with crazy trippy colors and everybody levitating and rolling around and bouncing up to the skies. Um, and throughout all of this, there's a variety of collectibles to do, as this is a platformer game and collectibles seem to be a staple of the genre. There are over a thousand, maybe two thousand, five hundred different uh, figments of the imagination to collect in the various mines. There are side cards which must be collected in order to go and help you upgrade your levels, as well as emotional baggage and cobwebs of the mind to collect in order to go and advance the psychic powers of our main character, Raz. So very much to do in this game. The game itself, I was able to go and get through it in about 16 hours worth of time, uh, including collecting most of the collectibles. So I would say if you were to go for a completist sort of a thing, you could probably squeeze another 10 hours out of this, get like 25 hours worth of playtime out of it. But this is one of those rare games where it's not so much the amount of play that you get out of it, but the amount of enjoyability you get. So instead of having, say, 50, 60, 100 hours worth of gameplay, which is just mediocre, mediocre and uninspired, with Psychonauts, it seems that every level has been thoroughly planned out and uh, is fully realized, including the... Uh, Godzilla parody level in which uh, all the people are lungfish instead of people and you Rasputin, a person in the real world, are a giant uh, destroyer of their town called Goggledor because of his uh, red goggles that he wears while he's inside the mines. Uh, this is just one of the uh, many cheeky political and social uh, jabs that the game makes throughout its course such as uh, all the children that are brainless end up going and uh, requesting to watch TV and they just sit around zombified while it's a fine and beautiful day outside. Um, and if you were wondering, that was the voice of one of the camp counselors, Lord Crawler, one of the original Psychonauts. Anyways, uh, it's a very enjoyable game, but unfortunately, just as the ball really starts to get rolling with Psychonauts, no pun intended, given the levitation power, um, unfortunately, we come to the end of the game. So just as it's starting to get into its own and really get rolling, the game comes to its end. And while the ending is cool and definitely leaves room for a sequel, um, it's, it, unfortunately, uh, by the end of the game, you're left wanting to go and explore more of the summer camp without the impending story um, and the threat coming from outside of the camp to go and compel you. You want to go and look around and get to uh, explore all the stuff after everything is said and done before the ending happens. So it would have been nice bef uh, after you go and finish the game if you had to activate the final sequence by, say, talking to someone and saying you're ready to go or whatnot, uh, and that way you could have been provided with time to go and run around and enjoy getting the rest of the things, because after a certain point you reach the point of no return, and after that point you can no longer return to the physical world until you get to the ending of the game. So, all in all, I really enjoyed Psychonauts. Wish this game could have had maybe three or four more time, uh, months of development, 
But uh, since the game had already been in development for five years, I'm sure that the team was ready to move on to their next project. And with the looming next generation of Xbox 360, Nintendo Revolution, and Sony PlayStation 3, uh, going and releasing an Xbox game three to four months from the release of Psychonauts becomes less and less viable an option. As a matter of fact, this game was originally uh, supposed to be published by Microsoft for the Xbox, but they went and pulled publishing support, as they said to the team, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but they said that they would not be able to put any muscle behind any Xbox games, um, that they would only go and publish Xbox 360 games. So rather than going and delaying this game even further, they published it on the Xbox with Majesco, and then to go and sell even more units than a simple Xbox game could, they went and they also published it on the PC and uh, later had a very talented team go and squeeze this down as well as they could to put it on the less capable PlayStation 2. Obviously, the game was designed for the Xbox, so it plays best on there. It's really designed to use an Xbox-style controller. You can play it on the PC, but the keyboard interface is not going to be nearly as intuitive as this, so you're going to want to get a gamepad. Uh, the PlayStation 2 I can't really comment on, but because the PlayStation 2 more or less has equal button mappings for everything that the Xbox has, um, I'm sure that the controls poured over to that very well. Unfortunately for the Xbox, with its controller S and even its original controller, the black and white buttons are not positioned very well, and so it's rather hard to go and reach the button that you're going for to activate whatever psychic ability you might want, as you can only map the psychic abilities to the white button, the black button, and the R button. And unfortunately in Psychonauts, um, it's not always clear that this little icon means the white button and this little icon means the black button. So until you realize that, it can be a bit frustrating until you get down the controls, or heaven forbid, read the instruction manual. So I'm going to have to go, and though I would have liked to give Psychonauts a top recommendation, because of these control foibles, the occasional camera not going where you want it to be, and uh, just the fact that the game really hit its stride, but then abruptly ended in a sense, could have used uh, maybe two more levels to it, a bit more free-roaming towards the end, prevents it from going to getting that. But I will say that Psychonauts gets for me, and Z17, I give it, a highly recommended. And hey, not too savvy for our first Xbox review. So here we are once again at the end of another quality episode of ASO Radio. But this time it's season 8, so it's all good. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been kind of a bad boy. I've been meaning to go and get our video game and manga review sections up to date. I've just been a total slacker on that. Uh, starting this episode, though, I'm going to try to go and keep all of the reviews for our video games and manga up to date, and at a later point, I'm going to have to go back and list all the ones for the episodes we skipped. Thankfully, though, all those interviews from Mandesicon 2005 have provided a nice large window where I have no reviews to go and list, so <laughs> that makes my job a little bit easier, but regardless of that, we do need to get those databases updated. Anyways... I am going to be doing, like I said, updates for Anix Fanatic and Macro OV, um, and then there's a couple of pages I need to do, a uh, little more pages for the Club NZ. By the way, if you're not already a Club NZ member, 
I highly encourage you to go and join up because it's the only way to go and get the latest episodes of Baseball Radio. If you don't join, you got to wait a week for it to become a public episode. So jump on board, sign up today. Only $20 gets you access to these episodes and other exclusive features. So uh, be sure to check it out on the website. Um, besides that, though, I've got a couple of pages to do for the main site. And then once I get all that up, I'm going to take a two- or three-month break. I've got to go and get uh, a Macro V video game. Uh, I'm working on, along with co-creator Kenneth Rushy. Uh, we're going to be hammering that out and delivering that. Uh, hopefully, um, sometime around mid-April, it will be available for consumers. And uh, then I'm going to be moving in June. So lots of crazy zaniness between this time and later. So I'm going to try to go and get out episodes of Asa Radio every week. Can't guarantee it. I'm going to uh, have one because I'm going to move about the beginning of June, so there may not be an episode that week. Hard for me to say. But what I will say is that we will continue to bring you the best of Anime Talk Radio every single week that we possibly can. And don't forget to check out our sister site, Anafanaticu, if you need your ASO radio fix in the middle of the week. Anyways, like I said, sign up for the podcast if you haven't. Sign up for Club NZ if you want to get exclusive advanced access to our episodes. And we will see you next week on episode 93 of ASO Radio. But for episode 92... Uh, show one of season eight. This is MV17 of ASO Radio saying sayonara and see you later. ASO Radio is copyright of MV17 Productions. ASO Radio is licensed to the general public under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share-like license. Additional licenses available. For more information, visit us online at www.nv17.com.